it is official. The nuclear family is dead, or at least how it was in the traditional sense. Now, if you're a part of a nuclear family, you might be thinking, no, it's not. I am living evidence that nuclear family is still alive and well. I am married, have two kids, but are you living it in the traditional sense? And to your point, if you are currently in a nuclear family, you're living proof that it's around for the long haul. So maybe it's not completely dead, but it's still gonna be poking its head around every once in a while. Hi, I'm Jalen McKenna, your host for the Beyond Real Estate Podcast. And with me as always is Nick Gumpert, a realtor extraordinaire in Southern Cali. And on this week's episode of Beyond Real Estate's hashtag dad life, we will be discussing how the nuclear family is potentially dead and how family values are facing an onslaught, but not in the way that you've been thinking. Today, we're going to be discussing this very hot button topic, dive into what we think about it and go into why the nuclear family might not be completely dead just yet. So join us on this week's episode of Hashtag Dad Life. Welcome to Beyond Real Estate with Jayla, the podcast discussing parenting, real estate, and business. Every week we go in-depth on how to become successful in business and life. Jalen, take it away. The nuclear family may have finally kicked the bucket, at least in the traditional sense. So Nick, today we're going to be discussing the traditional values, what both sides of this debate are wanting from it. And I'm sure you and I will be throwing in our own opinions heavily one way or the other. And who knows, maybe we agree, maybe we disagree. That's what we're here to find out today. But when you think of a nuclear family, what exactly comes to mind with that? And is it a good picture or is it a not so pretty spotlight on the nuclear family and the traditional views that generally come along with that? What comes to mind for me is good picture, but I think there are better pictures. And I think better pictures are what we're seeing today. Just because we've done something one way all the time, it doesn't justify doing it that way for the rest of our time. And I think we're naturally opening up more opportunities and it opens up more doors, specifically for the moms and females or significant others out there to also play a key role in that family dynamic. So it's not just Hey, I'm the one working and you're the one staying at home and job done. Yeah. Again, I think that's a healthy thing because again, it just creates more opportunity for more people. So that's where my head goes to first. Yeah. And do you think that's a good thing? Because let's steel man the argument for the traditional value set of having the mom or one of the partners staying home. It was traditionally the mom staying at home with the kids to raise the family. Do you think that there was a benefit to that? Or was it more of a what the radical left would say or not even radical left, but people that are more for the progressive view of traditional family values, that it's more of a holding that person down versus no, it should be a family view. The mom is helping with something that the dad doesn't help with, which was generally child rearing. So What are your thoughts on that when it comes to, do you think it's good that the average mom now does work and does contribute in that way to the household versus the mom was contributing to the emotional stability, the structure, the, those kind of aspects of what was true, what their role was in the past? No, I think people have to remember there's not... There's no such thing as absolutes to say that works in every situation or now that we've created more opportunity, you're always going to get this because you just touched on a point that I think is a very key thing, which now who's raising that that child or those children 
if it's plural. I think the give and the take is it's creating more opportunity for the partner that was once expected to stay at home to also create income, which can, again, create more opportunities for the family financially. But again, then you're not seeing your kid for eight, 10, 12 hours. So how healthy yeah. is that dynamic? And now you've just unbalanced something that, again, is a very important piece that I think any parent would agree with to say, we need to have those relationships with our kids. <laughs> but then the babysitter is the one that sees my kids more than I do. The teachers at school are, see the kids more than a parent does. That's the ongoing challenge of society that does want to work, that does want to create opportunity, but at what cost? And I think sometimes yeah. are short-sighted in feeling like equal opportunity to work. Again, what's the give and the take of that, right? Yep. And I, I think you brought up the word cost that it's very easy to say the cost is clearly beneficial because you're bringing in more money. That's only if you look at it from a effectively a business mindset of a profit and loss. How much money are you bringing into the household? And there is an emotional toll that comes along with that. If both parents are working or if you're a single parent, you understand that you aren't able to build the same type of relationship with your kids if you're having to work those 12 hours just to get food on the table versus work, versus staying at home with your child and being able to build that bond and relationship. What, I guess when I think of that, I think of the single parents that are out there definitely do have, I think, a better understanding versus a two-parent household of the emotional cost that comes from leaving your children with different, whether that be relatives, babysitters, or what have you, because there's no alternative. But do you think that if you do have a two-family household, you're able to fund your lifestyle with one person's income, that it is selfish for that other parent to also work and leave or take away that more consistent parenting standards that a stay-at-home spouse provides. So the question again is, do I think it's selfish of an individual to go yeah. work a, a second job? Yeah. If they have the money for, if with one person's income, they do right. have the money for it. I think what's enough, define enough, right? Because what's enough to you might not be enough for me. You have so many parents, depending on what part of the country you live in. I mean, I feel like this is more of a widely accepted idea. I need to pay for my kids' college. I need to pay for my kids' X. I need to pay for my kids' X. So what is enough to be able to afford to do those things? In addition yeah. to taking the vacations, in addition to getting X amount of clothes, in addition to like you fill in the blank, right? And I yeah. think that is all such a relative term to say, when is enough? Do you have that, three that's... kids or do you have one kid? Or do you have no and that, that's an interesting point you brought up though too with the because you touched on it with schooling for instance the cost of a college education nowadays it, because of how inflated tuition prices are for we are not getting completely into that but you now do have a almost a responsibility that if you want your kids to go to a higher education institute you have to help them or they have to get in a huge amount of debt. And, and so you, you, scholarships, sure. But I would argue with that one that scholarships are, they are a band-aid and can be hard to get if you don't have 
Say you're not the smartest person in the class, but does that mean that you should either have to go heavily into debt if your parents can't afford a college for you, a tuition for you? It's almost like a punishing the less wealthy, the poor, and keeping education more out of reach because of how high college tuition is. There's only so many scholarship funds to begin with, and even working a full-time job while going to university, whether that's an in-state or out-of-state or a community college, you are having troubles just affording a basic education that is required for a lot of fields that may not pay well. Teachers are a great example of that. So do you think that almost had some sort of play into this growing trend of both parents now working well, because they understand we're, we're, what how much money you actually I'll ask a different... Yeah, I'll ask a different question. Whose responsibility is it to lay the foundation of the kid to do well in school? I think it's one thing to say, what if they weren't the best student? Okay, but who's laying that foundation and is consistently following up in that home life? Or the parent yeah. is not around because they need to grind for 14 hours and the kid needs to fend for themselves and figure out their way. Again, so many unknowns that bring <laughs> up so many different questions that, again, it's not a general answer, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, such a case by case with so much, I think the best answer is it depends. It depends yeah. on that scenario because your home life is different than my home life, different than our neighbors. And I think that's yep. just the reality of the situation. Yeah, but let's, and let's now go to the other side of this though. The people that say, hey, this is empowering for what's generally been the woman that stays at home. This allows for the woman to no longer purely rely on having a spouse and it gives them more freedom within the relationship in the sense of they're no longer, again, relying on their spouse to bring home all the money. So they don't have whatever that's an allowance every week. They're now able to have more freedom because they're not tied down and basically worried that if they were to leave their husband, they now can't afford to live on their own. So they have to stay in that abusive relationship or they have to stay in that unhappy marriage. When you think of blowing up of the traditional one man, one wife, kids, mom stays at home to enforce the, you know, we're doing homework at this time, having healthier meals because everything can be home cooked. Do you agree that it's in that powering sense for the woman? Or do you think that she gives up the ability to rear children because it's almost frowned upon, I feel, and I think a lot of people feel on the right side of the political spectrum, which I would not put myself in there in that side. But I do agree with them that it does become almost like a no-no word to say, I just want to stay at home with my kids all day. It's almost like, why is your husband abusing you for keeping you at home? What are your thoughts on that, Nick? That's an interesting one because I think ultimately each answer brings its own can of worms that presents <laughs> different challenges, right? No, this is very clean cut, Nick. This is this is a black and white matter. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but I, th I think that's the reality of it. It's you've solved one problem and let's take the problem of bringing in more money. The problem is money. So you've solved that problem to say, yep, we can both work. You create another problem because what happens if that spending isn't reeled in? What happens if Again, that time isn't being spent with kids anymore that, like you said, it, it was once there and eating, it, it's a knock-on effect, right? In so many facets, it's like when both parents are working, it's who is gonna do the chores? Who is gonna do the cooking? Who is gonna do a lot of these things? Somebody has yeah. to do it. And again, yep. it, it's not just a simple, it solved this problem, but again, look what else it created. So I think that's always the reality of it. And we're 
What I choose to do is say, let's create more opportunity. And again, step up to the challenge to find solutions to those problems, right? Yeah. I think that's the reality of it. And that's where relationships come in. And that's where it, nothing worth having is easy. So if anybody unfortunately thought having a traditional family with two kids and a wife was easy, like define easy, <laughs> yeah. right? Because again, it still requires communication if they're staying at home. It still requires yep. you being on the same page. And when they're working, it requires the exact same things. It just, the picture's painted a little bit differently. So I think too many, again, people want to just put a line through certain items to say, yep, that's taken care of now, that's taken care of now. Yeah, maybe. But now it's yeah. a, a new problem. I get what you're saying there. Yeah, especially with creating a new problem. I think we touched on a few of those. But when you are making that decision, how what decision? How much the decision of to keep that nuclear family or to go away from that model? Hey, uh, mom wants to work. Yeah. Where? How do you walk that line, though? I think that's always difficult because it's it being so not one size fits all everyone yep. every, every family and every family dynamic being different with that how do you read and, and discover where you fall on that and what conversations do you think are important and then i'll i'll hit back with mine and maybe some examples with how you and brie navigate that we're having a super young kid and i'll go through that with monica and i's journey as our as we've had two kids and one of them's going to be four and a half around that time frame yeah how do you navigate that fine and line? Number one, it does start still with communication to say, okay, what's, what are the expectations? What are we dealing with? Number two, it deals with action because I think it's so easy to play this hypothetical card. If I was in that situation, <laughs> I would do that. Okay, but right. you're not in that situation. So would you yeah. really do that? And I think it's really those two things. It's Bree and I talking about, okay, when are you done? What do you have after this? What do you have this weekend? So yep. we're, we have a clear idea as to what's, being done and when on both of our plates. And then again, it's a matter of doing it because it is so yeah. easy to play that either victim card or that card where I'm not the one directly in it. And it's so much <laughs> different giving the advice than making decisions. Right? Yeah. Uh, and for me and, and my to that too, background. just wanted to put in a quick note there. When you're judging someone from afar and you think, I don't know why they're doing that, or I would never do it that way. It probably means on a fundamental level too, your values and what you hold to have more weight is different. And sure, we're not gonna get into the right or wrongs of that, but yeah, when you were saying having that conversation and judging it from, for other people's, I would never do that. It usually boils down to that. Hey, I don't find that as valuable as they do. And so that's why we're getting those different points of view there and why I would never do that, but they're completely fine with it. Yeah. And maybe it's an appropriate time to segue a little bit into what we value in terms of holidays and in terms of traditions. Oh yeah. Because I think that's an interesting one when we talk about traditional families is traditional families celebrated traditional holidays certain ways. And as we morph our society into new generations, that's an interesting and very debatable situation. What do you believe in? How well, how much do you celebrate it? How much do you show people? Are you allowed to show people without pissing people off? I think that's a fine line, right? Just like yep. you, you alluded to of judging people from afar. That's another piece, right? When it's the 4th of July and not everybody's from the United States and doesn't understand the 4th of July. Nobody will ever understand Cinco de Mayo because that doesn't stand for anything other than party. <laughs> yeah. But not that you need to either. So it's just another, it's, yeah. it's a party. Christmas though is always a debatable one, being Christian or not. 
and the, oh, yeah. the offensiveness. So I think ultimately, in my opinion, you should celebrate it if that's your true values and you shouldn't yeah. have to apologize for that. It's not, in my opinion, insulting anybody by celebrating that because that's what you and your family has always done. You know what you stand for and that's a good thing. Yeah. Because I think if you try to appease everybody 100% of the time, it will never be done. And off of that as well, I feel we should all have the freedoms to, with without the social backlash, to basically celebrate any holiday however we want to. And I think a lot of people that are on the conservative values would say, yeah, that's right. He's agreeing with us. And I would say, no, I'm not, because at the same time, if Starbucks doesn't have a Santa Claus on their red cup, I think it's absurd if you believe that your holiday is the only holiday around and that it's not in that it hasn't become, even if it is a religious holiday, say Easter or Christmas, even if your holiday has religious roots, doesn't mean that you're the only one that gets to celebrate it. And it doesn't mean you get to police how other people celebrate it too. If people are celebrating Christmas as a great time just to get together with family and enjoy each other's company, who the fuck are you to say this is about Jesus Christ and why are you not celebrating him first and foremost? Hold off now. Just they can still celebrate the holiday and not celebrate it how you're celebrating. That doesn't mean that they're now infringing on some right of yours to police who gets to celebrate it and here's how you should be celebrating it. It's, it's right. you have to understand it's those traditional values did become a part of society, but people have also gone away from celebrating things traditionally or keeping traditional celebrations, how they were celebrated yeah. for a long time before that. And uh, I'll echo something that my mom and stepdad Monty have echoed to me for a long time, which is you control what you can control. And I think, unfortunately, yeah. a lot of people try to control or influence things beyond their control. And I think that's yeah. unfortunate because I think you then lose the opportunity to you do you. What does right. your family want to do on Christmas? And worry about that. Did you have a great time? Did you enjoy each other's company? Job done. Versus yeah. me not liking my Christmas because I'm upset with how Jalen chooses not to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. that's the right way. Did Bugles tell me Merry Christmas over Instagram? It's like, what? Is that what I'm getting upset about? <laughs> yeah, I think that's another interesting and easy way to filter out. It's so easy for me to unfollow Jalen, which who cares? Jalen's never going to yeah. see the unfollow button. And I'm just like, I'm sick of his stuff and I don't want to see it. Job done. Versus me ranting to Jalen in a book that he probably isn't even going to read. He's oh my God. They just sent me, I'm, I'm still scrolling on my phone because they wanted to give their 10 minutes of rant. Like, I think it's yeah. interesting and it's unfortunate yep. because and, I think we all have that opportunity to what traditions are important to you. And I think yeah. that's what's important at the end of the day because you can affect that. Just like your yeah. kid's education, you can influence the standards and the foundation that they put because you're a part of them. You can't influence their best friend that lives 10 miles away. Like that's just our reality. So yeah, and that's our conversation today is family values, not society values. Yeah, it comes down to you and don't be an asshole and go out there and start pushing your belief system on someone else or how you think people should be doing something. If it's not hurting them and it's not hurting you, 
give people some credit that they are an adult and can go about life. I mean, they got this far, so they clearly don't need your help to continue going forward. But at the same time, don't let society influence, completely influence how you celebrate the holidays or celebrate your values whether that be more traditional or more progressive. And also, th this is the last one that I'm gonna go with and then I'll let Nick do any final touches. When it comes to any values that are constantly being debated, at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that it should be up to the individual how they go through life and anything that is imposed on us by either government or social standards while they can be frustrating, it might mean that we need to have a bit more of an open mind. And so don't purely go down the rabbit hole of like-minded individuals only. Because at the end of the day, you're not living in a society, if you're in the United States or really any Western world for that matter, any country, you're gonna have a majority of social norms. And if they're moving one way or the other, it doesn't matter, but don't, go down just the rabbit hole of your own beliefs and thoughts because you're doing an injustice to not only society by not hearing them out, but also yourself because you could find some awesome information out there from someone that you might not wholly wholeheartedly agree with. But at the same time, you could say, you know what? They're not completely wrong on that. I do find myself agreeing with them a bit more. And in this greatly polarizing time that we're in, understanding that we all actually fit more into a gray area than into the, either of those black and whites. Nick, final thoughts, and then I'll lead us on out of this one. Don't let those that don't mean that much mean that much. So <laughs> what I'm alluding to there is people that maybe you disagree with, which by the way, that's the great thing about this country is you can disagree with them and move on and move forward versus yep. choose to focus on someone to say, I don't know that person, their views and beliefs piss me off. Well then stop focusing <laughs> your attention and time into worrying about that person. And folks, it yeah. back into your family, who you can influence and that circle of influence. My final thought is this, and it goes back to my coaching days. It's so much easier to be that assistant coach and give, again, your opinion on what you think could happen or should happen. And it's much different being the head coach when you're making the final decision. Again, bringing that back to hashtag dad life and parenting. It's much different when you're the parent with the three kids making decisions on their behalf, whether it be school, friends, family values, etc versus being the outsider that either doesn't have kids or a big you do, but you're listening to this while you're in Oregon and your family dynamic is just different. It's not right or wrong, it's just different. And yep. again, it, perspective matters. So it's not a one size fits all. And again, that's the beauty of this country is that it doesn't need to be. Amen to that, brother man. That was it for this week's episode of Hashtag Dad Life. The nuclear family is more than likely on life support. Not dead, but also probably shouldn't nor won't be forgotten so what do you guys think is there something that we missed when it comes to traditional family values or even the stepping away from those traditional family values that you would like to talk about put some information down in the comments we'd love to hear your thoughts and if we've earned it be sure to subscribe, rate, and follow wherever you are watching or listening to this podcast today. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hashtag Dad Life. Be sure to join us back here on Wednesday if you are an independent contractor, self-employed, or really any 1099 employee and are wanting to buy a house. Well, we're going to have some awesome information that you need to know so that you can own 
sooner rather than later. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a good rest of your day. Want to see, hear, or listen to more of Nick's take on California real estate market? Check out my links below. Also, check out the links below for more information on products, books, or references made in this podcast. And please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share.